Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode, where today I'm joined by a lady from the United States of America, a lady by the name of Kimberly Woods. Kimberly, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. And today we're going to be talking about helping people walk a spiritual path, uh, Kimberly. Or am I okay to call you Kim? Kim is fine. Yeah. Um, so helping people walk a spiritual ca- a path, Kim. What does that mean? Uh, What's well, interesting, uh, so many people are are really waking up right now as we're about ready to launch into the new paradigm. And um, but but what I find is that uh, people, as they're waking up to their spirituality, are are kind of uh, doing it in a buffet style kind of manner, where uh, they are um, trying a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and it doesn't quite uh, give them what they're looking for. And so when I'm talking about a spiritual path, I'm talking about um, a path that leads uh, someone into a deep awakening and something that, that not only sustains them uh, in a walk, you know, and walking this kind of spiritual way, uh, but also has profound and significant change for them, you know, in terms of finding their purpose and really living that in a joyful manner. Hmm. Is it an easy process, Kim? I mean, am I right to even call it a process? I mean, just give, give us some sort of real basic stare on this, if you will. Uh, I would say it's not easy, which is probably why a lot of people don't necessarily explore it. When you think about <clears throat> the uh, philosophers of old or those that you would think of as having uh, maybe great spiritual insight or knowledge. It's something that they have done over a, a long period of time. And, you know, we're in a society where we can have everything in an instant, you know, snap on this, click on that. Uh, a process, yes, a process in some ways. Um, but I think to really have that that kind of experience, that deeper kind of experience, then you're talking about people developing tools, um, tapping into what their talents are, uh, really figuring out what their purpose in life is and, and trying to follow that and delve into that as a kind of a personal mission. And then, you know, people oftentimes go from there as it, am I connected with other people? Um, the kinds of things it's going to take in terms of shifting their own energy. In other words, where, where am I stuck? Where am I getting in my own way and how do I get out of my own way? Uh, so, you know, whether it's uh, shifting energy, healings, that kind of thing. Um, sometimes it's, um, it's tapping into a kind of a system that's going to help you like Kabbalah or one that I work with sacred. Um, and oftentimes it involves some kind of initiation. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that some other 
group is initiating you, you can go through self-initiations as well. But obviously all those things that I'm talking about don't get done in a month or, you know, a week. Uh, it's something that happens over time. Hmm. One of the comments I, I hear um, when the word spirituality is used, Kim, generally is... Mm, Except that you know this 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 stuff, <laughs> those two words actually sum it up as a this stuff. What stuff would that be then? <laughs> but this stuff, yeah. Does it work? I mean, listen. I, you know, I've got five kids and I've got two mortgages and three cars and that stuff's all right. This stuff's all right, but hmm, it's not really practical, is it? How would you respond to that, Kim? Well, I. I mean, obviously what I'm talking about is something where somebody is is giving their life to it. So I'm someone who's shifted beyond um, what the world says is important. So the world is saying, you know, an eight to five or a nine to five or sometimes longer than that job is important and mortgages are important. Mm. So my shift has shifted away from that. I've, I've had those things. Um and but I didn't find, you know, that they necessarily were bringing me joy. That doesn't mean that that I won't own a house or that I won't, you know, pay bills. But I just don't find that my focus is there. But for people where that still is where they're at and that's where their focus is, it doesn't mean that they can't still go deeper uh, in terms of tools. And I say, yes, I, I went to therapy for years and. You know, I tried different therapists and they they all just basically uh, listened, you know, and I thought, why am I paying for this? They're not giving me anything different than I can't do with myself. Mm -hmm. And I finally went to a really, really good therapist and she helped me so much to change. But what I found in terms of spiritual tools made the change so much faster and deeper and longer lasting. Uh, you know, for many people, that's unbelievable. But not only have I experienced that, I've seen many, many people experience the same thing. Uh, so I say, yes, you know, definitely uh, it's practical in the sense of I, I kept saying in the workforce, I, I don't want to take things personally anymore. You know, if somebody attacks me and that happens, you know, you're in a job, somebody doesn't like what you're doing. I don't want to take it personally. I'm tired of getting defensive. How do I get past this? Mm. Well, all the years of therapy, I couldn't do it, but in the work that I've done, you know, m metaphysically and, and esoteric work, that has been the thing that has helped me to shift it to where I don't even like that feels like such an old, old Kim. And so long ago, I go, wow, I really did get defensive. I don't even remember what that's like. So, yes, I feel like it, it, it is very practical. Is it oversimplifying it, Kim, to, and obviously we can delve into what these terms mean, but to say that what you're talking about here is, is, a, is a shift from 3D to 5D, or is, is that just super, too simplistic to say that? Um, all the pieces of what I'm talking about will help in the shift from, from a third dimensional reality to a, uh, the new paradigm, the fifth dimensional reality. It will help with that. But certainly more needs to happen like for somebody to truly be in a like ready and they're in the fifth dimension. Um, and I haven't met a lot of people that are already there, uh, but for somebody to truly be there, um, they're in the present moment. They have complete faith and trust in 
and who they are and the decisions they make and their intuitive abilities and, and, and connection to their higher wisdom. They love themselves completely and love others without um, anything that's in the way. They don't expect somebody to give something to them. They don't uh, uh, have expectations about outcomes. They, they're operating from the highest vibrational frequency. They can create in any given moment. They live their joy. They know their purpose. You know, they stand completely balanced in their power. I mean, you can see by what how I'm talking there, when we think of how many people do I know are doing that on an ongoing basis consistently, I mean, it's hard, right? Mm. Um, but what we can do is we can say, you know what, I, I would like to move toward that. All right, then let's talk about, like I said before, maybe some tools uh, that will help you, um, some energy shifting that will help you, maybe a system that will help you to start to maybe your particular goal is love yourself more. You know, for another person, it's having having faith. They always trust that somebody else knows better than they do. Mm. Uh, for somebody else, they're always in a place of feeling like a victim. So they really have to get a handle on what does it mean to be truly empowered. So it like the, it's overwhelming to say, well, be this whole, you know, fifth dimensional person. But you can take steps toward that that prepare you for sure. Is it being yet again too simplistic, Kim, to say that? Well, okay, that's no. Let me let me come up to this from a different angle. Let me ask a different question. Um, use the word there, consistency. Um, is it is it normal? Inverted commas, whatever normal is. Um, I'd love to meet a person that knows what normal is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but is it is it normal? Usual. Let's change the word, Kim. Let's change the word. Is it usual for for us to kind of as as on any journey we change gears? And is it usual that what you're talking about here to to uh, to change from? 3d to maybe 4d to maybe 5d you know depending where we're at you know to use your term uh, in that present moment at any given moment in time is is that is that usual for that to happen or do we get to such a state where as you said yet again rarely some people are actually in that that 5d mode um all the time is or is that not reality or practical just give us a picture of this kim if you will I'm going to make sure I understand your question clearly. So you were talking a little bit about simplicity. Is it too simplistic? And then is it normal? So are you saying, is it is it normal for people to automatically move toward a 5D paradigm? Is that the, the gist? Um, no, what I was saying was, you know, if, if we flirt with that or we find ourselves in that, you know, when you were saying, um, and, I use, and I love the word consistently, where people are, maybe not consistently at that 5d and in the fifth gear if we can use that meta metaphor if <laughs> yeah. that's if that's even appropriate um but you know we're driving along we're on our journey and it's a beautiful summer's day and we're on an open country lane and we're in fifth gear and boy are we cruising life's great and then metaphorically something runs out in front of the car and we have, and it brings us to a shuddering halt, and we have to change gears, and life changes, and the direction changes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is that usual, Kim? And if that metaphor works for what you know, these changes, 
Is that it, usual, or do people actually that have managed to reach fifth gear, so to speak, actually stay in fifth gear? How does that work? Well, people who've managed to reach fifth gear stay in fifth gear. Now, that doesn't mean they don't have moments maybe where uh, something is triggered, but they've developed the tools for shifting their perspective almost immediately. Right. So they're, they no longer are in a place of feeling like a victim. They completely understand and know that they um, that they are the captain of their ship, that they uh, are running the show, that they can completely create whatever experience they want. So if they got triggered, they will step back and go, what just happened? Oh, what was old? And they're going to shift that perspective. They're going to heal that some more. And, uh, and then they're going to go right back into their 5D. So it isn't anything that's going to last any, any length of time for those, for those that, that are in 5D because they know what it took to move into 5D. It wasn't just a, you know, for people who are just having a momentary, if you know, they're in 5D for moments, they may not fully have all the information for how to stay there. That's why they're only there for moments. But people that are, are living in 5D, when they have their their brief, you know, triggers, they go. They know how to go right back to it. Mm. Okay, present moment because that's that's where the power's found, Kim, isn't it? In that present moment, in the one of the moment. aspects for sure. Because otherwise, you're are you um, are you fretting about the future? Will I have enough money? Will I have this? What about that? You're you're trying to make sure all of your checklists are marked off before you you make a choice to move forward with something, or you're you're um, thinking about the past and you're you're in the pain of of something someone said to you or a relationship that you have. And if you're in any one of those two, then you make no movement. You know, you're you're you are not in the present moment, which means you're not really living. So for sure, you can't you can't really create anything. You can't really move forward. You can't really uh, uh, do anything that you're here to do if you're in any one of the if you're in the pres uh, past or the future. For sure. Mm. Energy shifting, Kim. Tell us tell us what you mean by energy shifting. So oftentimes. <clears throat> Uh, I would find myself, let's say, stuck, or I was in a pattern, and uh, I would know I'm going to go for a healing. So that's a one way to shift energy. And uh, so, so many times after the healing, I wouldn't even remember why I was upset. Right? I mean, I could tell you every detail and what somebody did to me and why I'm upset and I have every right to be angry or hurt or whatever. And then after the healing, it's gone, which told me, you know, whatever I had going on in my mind was made up. Like, like it wasn't anything that I needed to hold on to. Uh, so there's energy shifting that way. There's sometimes I've been in, in classes with people um, that are, I would consider avatars or masters. And uh, were, they're already shifting the energy in the room. They're doing work. Uh, to help uh, create this space uh, for um, maybe helping people to release old beliefs or um, uh, to shift out of, of fear. So there's, there's that kind of energy shifting. 
sometimes people we we develop cords between people uh, people we love, but we can also develop cords that don't serve us. Like if somebody cut you off on the highway and you cuss at them, you actually develop a cord between you and them. Mm. So you can imagine we're all walking around with a ton of cords. So sometimes uh, an energy shift can happen through a cord cutting. I mean, this this is really helpful after uh, a really intense emotional experience like a, a breakup or maybe you went to court for something um so a cord cutting can really help to shift energy where you're releasing or or letting go um so and then sometimes there are like things like activations that uh i do something like a life activation i know amy mosco um does a sacred activation there's a lot of different kind of activations that um, take apart energy patterns and put together more effective and useful energy patterns in our field. So oftentimes I found that it wasn't that I made a shift uh, spiritually, let's say in my perspective, like when I said, I, I just wanted to be able to not take things personally. Mm -hmm. Well, after doing a lot of these things that I just mentioned in terms of energy shift, I stopped taking things personally and it wasn't a mental thing. I didn't say, okay, I'm just going to think this way or I'm just going to do this thing. I shifted inside. And then I found it was like, oh, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not, somebody just said something and it doesn't bother me <laughs> because the shifting was already happening or had already happened on so many other levels. I love what you've said there, Kim, around you know, it not being a mental thing. Um... So does that process, because I know we use that word at the top of the conversation, is, is that process, is that about having somebody working with somebody where he or she knows um, the right words to say, to reach you, to, to be able to, you know, to cut these cords, you know, just give us a little bit of an insight into that. Uh, because I think most people, certainly from the conversations I've had, uh, can relate to that okay um that tangibility of um i need to see this you know what is the process what is the structure mm -hmm. and well, i think I've, I've done both yeah i've worked with people like i and i i just want to say a lot of people say that they are, can do things or they're they're trying to do things but use use your your intuition and and sense whether you know that is the right person for you because not everybody is effective and and not everybody has the same level of training um but i you know i specifically go to people that are in alignment in alignment like i look at them and i say your life uh embodies who i am or where i'm moving to right and mm. And I've seen that you've um, applied in your life uh, what you teach or what you're saying. So, you know, I, I don't just go to, I don't just look up in the phone book, not that there's a phone book anymore, I just look up online, uh, uh, you know, who, who can do a, let's say a cord cutting. Um, but then, so sometimes I, I go to people, um, but I can also do this for myself, right? Um, so when I said that, uh, somebody who's a, a mastered fifth gear 5d 
um, they know how to shift their perspective. So they're, they're shifting their own energy. And ultimately, we, we want that, right? We want mm. to be the masters. We, we really are, but it's, it's learning the tools to be the masters of our own energy field. So while sometimes I will, uh, you know, go to someone for something extra every day, I do many, many different things to shift my own energy field. But that means that you, you need to know how to do that. You need the tools for how to shift your own energy field. Absolutely. And I suppose, you know, listeners um, tuning in on, the, on this, Kim, you know, it's about, you know, so, so what would be your advice um, around taking those first initial steps? And uh, I mean, could somebody work with you, for example, and enter into that, that dynamic from a place of skepticism and distrust? Does Absolutely. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been my own, I've been skeptical myself many times and still, you know, skepticism still comes. It's healthy. You know, we, you don't want to just uh, trust that if somebody says it, that it's automatically true. You know, one of the things that we would say is, you know, you'll know them by their fruits. Like if, if, if my life doesn't show um, that I am capable of shifting energy and living a life of joy, then, then I don't, I wouldn't trust me either. <laughs> right. Mm. So, but absolutely. Yeah. I, I work with people all the time. Excellent. You mentioned Kabbalah and sacred as, as two energy shifting. Um, is it fair to call them modalities, Kim? Systems. I would say maybe systems. Systems. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many how many different systems are there? Oh, I don't know. These are just two that that came to mind that I know have been very effective. Um, Kabbalah is uh, the Kabbalah that I've done is universal Kabbalah. I mean, there's um, uh, the Jewish Kabbalah and the Christian Kabbalah. I mean, there are a lot of different ones, but I've used universal Kabbalah, and theirs is a ten month journey. Um, but it's like, um, it's an, it's, you're basically ascending the tree of life and there are, um, 10 Sephirah and, and as you're going through each, it's like, you've made an agreement with yourself that this is what you'll work on and shift for the month. And even if you're not mentally working on it, it's working on you. And, uh, so you set goals in the beginning and I had such a life advancement um, I've done Kabbalah, I've done uh, Ascended the Tree three times and had huge amounts of growth each time. Mm. Um, so certainly it's it's great for a deepening of any kind of a spiritual walk or path. Now, the, the universal Kabbalah that I was talking about, you have to have gone through Empower Thyself with uh, Modern Mystery School and done a life activation first. But then you can do Kabbalah and it's, you know, it's like $4,000. It's not something cheap, but you can do it per month. Um, the sacred is, um, I, even though I've studied now with the Modern Mystery School and uh, I, I've, I'm studying currently with Damanhur um, and have done done other like self-studies, um, I uh, have been doing sacred for about a year and uh 
honestly, even all the classes that I've taken with those schools, nothing has uh, changed my life more than sacred. Even with all the work that I did with Kabbalah, sacred has been as a system, a system that effectively works in helping people to shift their energy and really learn how to be the master of their own energy field. Sacred is like the top of the top. So um, I love that as a system and it's something that I do every single day. Wow. And when you, obviously the title of our conversation here, Kim, um, helping people walk a spiritual path. Is it possible to intuitively know that paths have crossed with, with others before? That, that we have crossed paths mm. with others before? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people know that. You know, they'll say, I know you. Or some people just, they have that that um, intuitive ability open already. You know, some can already see the 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 past lives or maybe we're part of a soul family together. Um, so we, we feel a strong affinity, but oftentimes we find each other again, right? We cross paths again. We're working together because we've, we're working in the, in the longer picture and the bigger picture of things toward a, um, a, a mission, like as a soul family, a mission that we're working on. So there are reasons why we're going to cross paths again. Mm, interesting deeply interesting deeply interesting kim so i suppose my um well i've got a final question but before i ask that final question um it's been absolutely fascinating kim and obviously i've tried to sort of uh you know have this conversation at a level that kind of moves between gears really so this you know there's something a little bit of something um for, for all um listeners irrespective of what metaphoric vehicle they're in and what uh, what gear they may be in at any given moment in time and um so within that it's been as i say it's been truly fascinating how can people reach out to you kim and find out more about you and the work that you do and particularly dare i say the sacred element um i have a, a website mystical awakenings inc.com um they could uh, find me on whatsapp uh kimberly woods um and uh Facebook. I have Facebook. So it's Mystical Awakenings. I think it might be Inc. also on Facebook. Uh, they could text me if they're in the States um, or call me at uh, 562-208-2248. So many different ways they can get a hold of me. I'm also a little bit on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Thanks for that, Sheikh. And those those uh, those contact details will be in the uh, episode show notes as well. So, uh, by way by way of bringing things to a close, Kim, I just want to ask you one final question, and it's um, if you was to give one piece of advice for not necessarily somebody that's that's on the fence, but I suppose trying to give that inspiration to say you know if you used to invest in this and i don't necessarily mean financially from a from a commercial perspective but if you was to invest this in, in you know for your life and you've already given some practical examples of the benefits thereof 
what would be that one piece of advice and i'm sure there's there's dozens if not scores of them um kim that you could give but what would be your one most powerful piece of advice that you you could give around around this this dynamic i suppose is is the uh, the best way to describe it uh one thing that happens is that um people people give up really quickly um they they want an immediate result and um if they don't have it then then they give up in actuality there there are books that you could read the emerald tablets and one person could read the emerald tablets and not get anything and the next person can read the emerald tablets and it will offer them keys that will open doors and gateways and portals to to amazing amazing gifts and talents and abilities and tools and and access and knowledge and it's not that one person is better than another one person's just more ready and so really i mean what i would say is is have the love for self to to stay with the search and to keep on keep on looking and learning to know yourself and love yourself to know yourself and to keep on looking and searching in this spiritual path uh and to, to not give up that would be it thank you i just want to sign off now um by reaffirming my gratitude to to kim for being part of this uh, what i call this uh, energy dance so thank you very much indeed kim thank you paul and as listeners will know i normally sign off by saying no matter what you do in life always walk your path with heart but i feel there's a shift taking place here i feel there's a shift and maybe just maybe a more appropriate sign off is to say no matter what phase you're at within your journey and no matter what vehicle just think about changing gear it may may it may make the journey a bit more efficient hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success.